We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sac. So we got a couple special guests here today. We got Jereen Williams. We have Jess Milborn from DMC Ice Cream in West Sac and their new spot on K. Thank you guys for being here today. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, Jereen, we first met years ago. Um, I believe it was, uh, was a concert in the park where we met first? I don't know. I think, well, my husband told me, Hey, there's a guy from in Sacramento that's on the food network. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I checked it out and I was like, what? Pork belly? What? And so I, I started, not stalking you, but actually looking for you to get some of that goodness. Yeah, now nah, the, the the smoke pork belly days. Oh my goodness, what a labor of love that was. <laughs> yeah, so me and Doreen, we 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 go back, man, maybe like six, seven years when I still had Cecil's Taste food truck, and you know, just seeing your your growth in especially like Oak Park community, but also surrounding areas. Um, you know, just, uh, just a beacon of light and, you know, doing work in the community. So really wanted to shout you out on all the hard work that you do out there, Doreen. And Jess, we, we just kind of know each other from standing in lines on Richards Boulevard, you know, the cash and carries of the world, <laughs> restaurant depot, you know, just, yep, yeah, there's Jess. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's that? I had your food a bunch of times before I actually met you. Oh, okay. All right. Which, which food truck? Were you at Cecil's Taste or with the Nash and Proper? Yeah, Nash and Proper before you guys got the new spot over yourself. Okay. I'm always with food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, you you know Gavin, right? <laughs> what's that? I had some. I'm never afraid to say hi to somebody, that's for sure. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. So let's um let's just get right into it. So I wanna know um, you know, how how Devil May Care ice cream came about and um just the kind of background on you, Jess, real you know, like just a real quick intro of, you know, how you got to, you know, making your own ice cream and uh devil may care, you know, like this, the instant classic, I believe we both started. Um, I, I think I was still messing around with the recipe on uh for Nash and proper when you guys opened up, but we've been kind of, you know, had parallel, you know, experiences, um, especially, you know, opening it on K and during the pandemic. So <laughs> we got, we got, we got a lot in common over here. So Jess, what's your story? Um, you know, were you in the culinary industry before you started, you know, devil may care. Um, yeah, this, this, what's your story from the beginning? <laughs> um, so just a big culinary background of, and been doing the whole thing. Um, we opened a restaurant in West Sac called the eatery. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't do so well. Kind of going through a little process. So what do I want to do next phase? You know, mm-hmm. um, ice cream popped in the head one day, and I just started researching that. This is about five years ago. Okay. Um, just a trial balloon. Wanted to see if I could make ice cream, sell ice cream, see if people liked it, and have fun with it. That was the goal. We found a little spot in West Sac. Um, you know, have had a couple people that you know, mostly hired just a bunch of friends. Like same thing we do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just would love making ice cream or just, I don't know, it's a weird thing. Like, it's more of a cultural thing. Like, we like giving people ice cream is the, is the thing. We like to make ice cream that we want to eat and that we want to share with people. Yeah. And it just became a thing. And uh, we had fun doing it. The right opportunities presented themselves to get open here on K Street. And uh, it was kind of the, the next logical step to say, all right, we want to open the ice cream shop that represents us how we want to be represented. Yeah. Um, and then in the process of all of that, we met Doreen, uh, just a regular in the shop that we came to know over the years and worked with, like you said, working on part, the, the great things she's doing out there. Uh, we were lucky enough to meet her and develop a great relationship. And when the opportunity came up, we go, and now we're just moving on in, the, in a new direction and yeah, got the same group of friends doing the thing, you know? That's good, man. And just to, just to back up a little bit, like I always tell people always ask me, like, how do you come up with recipes? And I'm always like, I need to like it first before I give it to anybody else. So, you know, like when you're just talking about, you know, how you come up with your, you know, like your different flavors and, you know, I had to, uh, the, the cherry miso the other day and good Lord, man. And I, I can't even be eating ice cream like that. And I paid later for it, you know, but, <laughs> but it was delicious. So, um, that's all we got a great ice cream maker who does all the great stuff and puts the flavors together and lucky to have all the good people. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, and that's great to, you know, have staff that. Things that we flavors and things that we love and that make us happy, and we want to be able to share that with our customers. And mm-hmm. then we want you to come into the shop and have a good time and leave, you know, better than you came in. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jereen, um, what what's your background? I we've never really talked about your background. Do you have a culinary background at all? Um, you know, I, I know you're at the farmers markets, but you know what what what's your background in um, you know the culinary world? So I do have a culinary background. Um, I worked in a couple of restaurants. Uh, actually, I got my start. I always loved food. I grew up cooking since I could reach the counter, right? Mm-hmm. With my grandmother and um, my father. And we all, food was just an important part of our family. Um, so I wanted to get into the culinary world. Wasn't sure exactly what to do. And I'm like, culinary school? Like, how does this work? What's going on? And I found out about a great program called Plate Cafe. Okay. Uh, it's a program specifically for women who are homeless and are trying to escape homeless. They give them training in the culinary and hospitality world. Um, and so I just kind of went to them and said, hey, I want to do this cooking thing, but I don't want to like start at McDonald's or Applebee's or something like that. Like I want to learn. And mm-hmm. I've got some cool chefs that are in here. Can I volunteer my time in exchange for experience? Mm. Um, and so luckily they went, they trusted me and they went out of their normal realm and, and let me come in and help. Uh, and I volunteered there for about seven months. And that's where I met Captain Mulvaney 
uh, Jason and Acevedo, mm-hmm. I just met like a lot of great chefs that we have here in the Sacramento um, food world. And Patrick, luckily enough, invited me to come on over at Mulvaney's and learn. Oh, wow. Um, for a good while, I got a lot of experience. Uh, I did step out of the world for a little while just because of family things and my kids. I was like, you know, I, it was taking a lot of time. You know how it gets mm-hmm. work. not burdensome? It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm having little kids. And I was like, hold on, let me step back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but my heart was always in food. Mm-hmm. So I did some other kind of things in uh, the farmer's market. I always loved the farmer's market. I shopped at the farmer's market and I just noticed that they needed another hand. Mm-hmm. It was like near my house, it was a community I loved, farmers I loved, and I just said, hey, Joni, do you, do you think you need some help? Can you hire me or can I come volunteer? Can I? And it just kind of blew up from there and mm-hmm. we expanded a lot of the programs there, working on foods. I did a community garden at my son's school and doing some more food access work. Um, it's always been about, like I said, just sharing my love of food with the people and making sure that people are educated and get access. Um, that's what I'm all about. And when I heard that uh, Jeff was expanding um, and looking for somebody to help manage, I was like, hey, <laughs> I mean, I can have a lot of fun here. We can have some fun together and do some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and so luckily enough, we were able to make it work out. No, nah, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, um, I just wanted to ask you because you know um, we you're you're from Oak Park. Actually, I'm from South Sac. I grew up in Meadowview. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got I got people out there. Um, yeah. So let, let let's go all the way back. Who's teaching you? So you're 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 at the counter now. You're, you're starting to cook. Who are you? Who are you cooking with, Jereen? Like, is it, is it your mom, your grandma, your pops? Like, who who's who's teaching you these? I spent a lot of time in the kitchen with my grandmother. Okay. I was lucky enough to have my grandmother live in the home with us when um, we were young. Um, both my parents worked. My dad worked two jobs. Um, I'm the oldest of five siblings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to figure it out real quick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I hear you. I spent a lot of time uh, helping prepare dinner, do lunches. Uh, making a lot of desserts. We're, we we like desserts in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, what what's, what's what are those desserts? What, what kind of desserts are we making? Oh, my grandma loves uh, Seven Up cake. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, no, lots of cobblers. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> German <laughs> chocolate cake. You know. Yep. <laughs> you got that that coconut cake about seven layers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Last summer, I started a little side business doing baked goods because people were asked. I was making some stuff and doing like, I did a little fundraiser. And people were like, hey, can you make some more of those cookies or can you make some more cinnamon rolls? And I was like, sure. And then all of a sudden, like, people want to keep buying food from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people just want to give me their money. That's great. <laughs> that's like meditation it's it's just the, i get happiness from it Even mm-hmm. if it is, i mean i don't have to eat it i'm still getting joy from it because i know that it's going to somebody who's going to enjoy it and appreciate it um so i i love that doing that stuff and so i get to do that at work mm-hmm. better right yeah be happy the place that you spend a good chunk of your time at, right <laughs> yeah that's hey uh jess so um 
<laughs> just, just so let's let's go back. Like, how did you get started in cooking? You know, I know you had the the restaurant that didn't work out so well, but how how did you get to that point? Did you did you go to culinary school, or you just like got into the kitchen, never looked back? Like, what was the what was your journey to you know getting into the kitchen? Um, so all, all the way back, like when I was, everyone in my family just cooked, like it wasn't yeah. special, right? but we were, everyone in the, was in the kitchen and like, you know, you go to grandma's house and I'd be, I, you know, I had uh, eight cousins, like all, all the siblings, everyone was there, like 23 people, mm-hmm. everyone was just cooking something and then we'd have dinner. Yeah. So like you just see that happening and then, Hey, can you help do this? And you just chip in and then everybody, so then you just become a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so like. I always cooked. My first job was washing dishes in a restaurant. Then I worked at a catering company. And so like all the way through high school. And I just, I just was like living my life and working in a kitchen throughout like high school and college. Mm-hmm. I can always, no matter where I went, I could always find a job in the kitchen. Yeah, you know, exactly. Let me do two days a week line cook. I know you need, I know you need a weird position feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. And I get a job like, I had one job that was like a, a Tuesday afternoon. For, it was like noon to four. Mm-hmm. Just prep. <laughs> Yep. You know, like a Tuesday, Thursday, noon before prep, and that was my job. Mm-hmm. You could just find new jobs when you're like 19 or whatever. And then worked all the way through kitchens that way, got to college, got a degree, you know, just played football, took the right classes, and cooked. Mm-hmm. And got a degree out of that. Terrible grades, but got it. <laughs> and then, uh, beyond that, it was kind of like, all right, how do I take this kind of dishwasher slash, slash prep cook slash, you know, this kitchen monkey job? Mm-hmm. And I, in Sacramento, uh, went up to Eldorado Hills for a while, helped open some restaurants up there, and then um, did my own thing, and then settled in that I, 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 what I really like to do is make ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I back to like opening a kitchen, uh, you know, a full restaurant kitchen at that time. It wasn't for me at that, you know, and uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's still demanding like a kitchen job, but it's a different yeah. Yeah. More, I think, you know, like I said, for me, everyone loves it. No matter what, we never get an ice cream complaint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, they may not like it. They may not be their style of ice cream, but you give them the one that is, and they're happy. Yeah. You know, and and you know, so it's it's a different world. But anyway, I got on a tangent there. But yeah, I just always cook. I just kind of always cook. And, yeah. Uh, just kept doing and figuring out. And, and each moment, I was like, all right, where is this? Where does the food journey take me? And I follow that path. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure. Because they, I always tell people when they're coming into the kitchen, I'm like, you know, take a little bit from everybody that you that you're working with. You know, like if you're if you're in the pantry, go over to the grill cook and and pick his brain, or to the saute guy, and you know, like. You know, when they go on their smoke break, you know, be like, Hey, I'll cover that, you know, and that's how you move up in this world because there's nobody. Yeah. I, I don't go into my kitchens and you might be the same way, guys. I, I, I'm not like looking at them and be like, Oh, that guy's been here two years. Maybe I should, you know, give him a raise. But if, if you don't open your mouth up to me, you know, like there's always going to be an issue there because if you're not saying, Hey, Hey chef, I want to be, you know, I want to be on the building station or, you know, I want to help expo or I want to grill. You just going to be passed by, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I, I came up, you know, like I, I started, I got my start at Moxie restaurant over in mid midtown sack. There was no hiding there, you know, like there was, <laughs> it was, it was go, go, go. 
And if you couldn't go, you'll get passed over for sure. Um, Devil May Care. Where did this name come from, Jess? <laughs> I mean, so all kinds of angles with it. Um, we just like, so it's, it's an, just an old saying that came an old jazz song that's just about having a good time and, like I said, having a devil may care attitude. Um, you, you're going to take risks, you're going to have fun, wherever that attitude, wherever that takes us, it's we're going to end up. So mostly it's just about having fun and, and not caring about a bunch of problems. Mm-hmm. Devil may care ice cream. You come and taste some ice cream, you leave with a half a smile on your face after you get like a cast when you break your arm, like things like that. So mm-hmm. having fun with making ice cream, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. No, that's that sounds awesome. And uh, we we talked a little briefly uh, in the beginning about your flavor combination. Um, who who's coming up with these? Is it like a you know like a staff thing? Like you, somebody comes in and is like, hey, you know, like I had cherry miso duck breast. Let's make an ice cream out of it. You know, like what? <laughs> what? Everything. Yeah. So Josh is the guy that executes it, but it come all the ideas come from everywhere. I mean, uh, we were just like before we got on with you today, and Jareen got in. We were just talking about dumb, dumb mistakes that I tried to force, and how do we make these new dumb mistakes and go into another round of ice cream? Mm-hmm. You know, like just weird flavor combinations. We never say no. Yeah. Um, so any customers can mention it to us. Uh, obviously, as you approach like me and Jareen, we can tell Josh more directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. It's, uh, you know, the, the customer off the street can't immediately get ice cream made next week, but we take their suggestion. Oh, yeah. listen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it comes from everywhere. Yeah. Um, We're constantly brainstorming flavors. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's anything like uh, the first thing we did, I don't even remember the first, like, weird flavor we made, but I know we made a bunch of, like, we made full pizza. Yeah. Um, what what pizza? We tried to make, or, well, we made it. Yeah. But we made it, so the first one we made was chicken and waffles. Okay. And that's just kind of an odd combination and uh, for ice cream anyway. Mm-hmm. But as a sweet component, you can work it into ice cream. Mm-hmm. And so we played around with how are we going to do this chicken and waffle ice cream? I don't even know, but two years, you know, just discussing it, not trying it, because it's odd. Mm-hmm. But we, the first time, and like I said, we discussed it for a long time. But you can't just throw a bad chicken and waffle ice cream out. <laughs> you, know, like, you throw a bad chicken and waffles ice cream out there people are never going to trust you again nah, they ain't coming back after that bad chicken and waffles <laughs> so we, we, we all together yeah uh, executed and did real well and then we tried to do another one to, to match how good we did this one and we did cold pizza and it wasn't good <laughs> it wasn't bad, no. bad. <laughs> but it wasn't good <laughs> Chicken and waffles, yeah. maybe you don't want it, but when you taste it, you want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so what was the what was that flavor? What what were you put in in the chicken and waffles uh, ice cream? So it is fried chicken ice cream mm-hmm. with chunks of waffle and like a maple ribbon. Mm-hmm. Or, that's it, right? Yeah, that was it. I think so. Yeah. That's what I think. But the fried chicken ice cream was the base. Yeah. So, so you, it was literally chicken ice cream. Yeah. So you need the chicken. So you take the chickens. So what we did is we get chicken thighs. Okay. So what we did, we bought a bucket of fried chicken. And then we pull all the skin off. Okay. Of, uh, you know, a whole food chicken. And then we would take the chicken thigh meat and blend that into the ice cream. Mm-hmm. 
all the breasts and stuff, we just stack them. <laughs> like the chicken thigh meat and all that. And that would be the base of the ice cream. Then we strain it out. Oh, it's delicious. It's really good. I, I gotta check. I gotta check this out, guys. Because <laughs> but yeah, we haven't done it for a while, but it's uh, mostly for the yeah. I don't know. We're, we have a new space, and we can do better things now consistently. Yeah. Okay. But there's just some really good flavors that came out, but I think a lot of people that would have been are afraid to try mm-hmm. if their brain has worked that way when it comes to food and flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of holding back a little bit until we can start doing samples again. Um, but there was a really good blue cheese ice cream that we did. The salted egg yolk. The salted egg yolk was so good. As soon as I tried that, I bought a bunch of pints <laughs> and drove all through town <laughs> delivering them to chefs. Yeah. Over at Benchak, low power. But, like, you have to try this. It's so good. Um, because I know, like, the average, whoever might that, like, I don't know what that, what's a, what's salted egg? Like, is it salt? Like, I don't know what to do with that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I instantly need that flavor. And I was like, you're going to appreciate this. you got to taste it. So I yeah. would often pick up ice cream from Double My Care and go drop it off to this hardworking chef getting prepped for the dinner <laughs> burger. Just because I'm like, this is going to make you happy. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> hey, that 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 sounds uh, that sounds interesting. I'm gonna have to come down there a little bit more often. Um, like like I said, that the the cherry miso and you know like and just just like the butter pecan, just toasting those pecans. Like it, it's one of those simple things that you do, but you just know that you know, you guys are really taking care of, you know, the food that you're putting out. So that's really greatly appreciated. And, you know, shout out to Josh back there with the, with the flavor combinations. And, uh, is that the guy I met uh, the other day, Doreen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Cool guy. Really cool guy. And, um, like, like I said in the beginning too, you know, like you guys are just like us opening up, like, you know, deep in a pandemic, you know, not, you know, <laughs> not in the beginning, you know, we're nowhere near the end, but what makes you, what, what's the decision, uh, behind opening up in this pandemic? Uh, is it, you know, like what the hell is crazy ass Nash and proper doing down there? Or was it just like, let's just, open the goddamn doors because we're paying rent still. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it just looks, we just got to get the doors open. Yep. Once we got the go-ahead to make ice cream, we made it. As soon as it was ready, we opened the door. We just opened okay. the door and get the people in. Everything else will fall in place. I mean, we have a really good product. It makes people happy. Let's just go. You know, mm-hmm. It's not ideal to open it open up in the winter. It's not ideal to open up during a pandemic. <laughs> it's not ideal. You know, we can't do samples. A lot of people are disappointed, but we can't give out samples. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's not the perfect situation, but yeah, situation. it is the situation. <laughs> you just got to go. It's like, you can't hold on to the, to, to that, the, that magic when you have it, you just got to let it happen. And, and luckily enough, we have some really great customers, some regulars that followed us and some new records regulars that we've uh, made in our short time here on K Street, mm-hmm. they get it. They're in Santa. They just want to see what we do next, you know? Yeah. And uh, it looks like you expanded your, your menu also. Um, so you guys never did the, the shakes before or the floats or any baked goods or is that new or is that something that we did, we did floats early on, yeah. but okay. it was such a small space in West Sac that, like, trying to do the floats wasn't – you couldn't do it consistently. So okay. uh, it just wouldn't work. 
but here, like I said, we've got the draft system. We've got Burley Ruger on tap. We make our own soda with the cherry juice. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, you can, and then we've got, how many, how many sodas do we have in bottles? Six, eight? Seven. Seven. So you can get like craft sodas, you can get the fun old fashioned sodas with your floats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more of, I think it's more of a tasting thing. Yeah. If you, I'm not sure if you ever were in the West Side space, like just the space in general, it's, it's a huge difference. And the, the kitchen space, for sure, yeah, we, have we have a kitchen yeah. uh, not a closet. <laughs> so, I mean, being a chef, you know, like that, you're, that kitchen space you have and can do in it or, um, mm-hmm. It's really big. There's only so much you can do with a, a yeah, certain amount of space. We're four times bigger than we were before. Oh wow! Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a little teeny tiny closet postage stamp in West Sac. But mm-hmm. funny, uh, one of the chefs in Sacramento saw our um, ice cream machine, and he, he he commented on how tiny it was, and he goes, "You guys use do it all out of that? Like that's all we can't put anything else in here." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, but now we've got all the space. We've got an oven. You know, yeah. we can make these. Uh, just all the cool things that I never had before. That Josh never had before. That anyone did. You know, it's yeah. fun to put it together. And, and you guys are making all the baked goods in house. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, we got some. We, we're starting fairly slow. We got a couple of regular things. There's a couple of things that we've done together, specials that may or may not become regular. We're just kind of playing with it right now to see. Um, you know what people want and what's going to sound good. We've, we've thrown out some cinnamon rolls that have been uh, greatly accepted, especially the cookies and cream rolls. People really like those. Mm. Um, we're start playing with some hand pies. You know, we're just trying to think of things that, I mean, if I was having a scoop of ice cream, you know, what's going to go good with that or something that people can eat on the go. Um, so you never know when you're going to catch me in the kitchen playing with something. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> lots of folks, lot of you know, just try to you know make that magic. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Um, what uh, we could just go real quick. I want to know some of the craziest ice creams that you guys came up with. Just like a couple that you know really worked. And, you know, I know you talked about the, uh, the pizza one earlier, but just a couple that you were just like, what, what the fuck did I just make? (laughs) (laughs) So, so just a couple, just a couple that you're like, this is, you know, like the chicken and waffles, you know, like what's a couple more and just a couple that you're like, nah, 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 (laughs) this ain't it. So I mentioned it earlier, because like I said, the two big ones were the chicken and waffles and cold pizza. Yeah. We always the, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted for the longest time, and you were joking about this earlier, but I wanted to do a spicy ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to do an ice cream that, well, in my mind, I just wanted to do a spicy ice cream and see what happened. <laughs> but the first one I did was, like, it was so spicy, it was a chipotle fudge, and you couldn't eat it. It was too hot. Like, I mean, <laughs> maybe you could, because you got the hot chicken that I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't eat that hot shit, man. It was ice cream that when you eat like two bites, your eyes are warm. I was like, this is not, I can't, I can't do this. I, like, I like chipotle, I like ice cream, they should have been together. So I, I tried it again, and I cut back the heat. And it just still wasn't good. It, I mean, you know, it was good. Like I said, I like Chipotle. I like ice cream. You put them together. And if I had it, I'm not going to say it's terrible, but I don't really want that. 
and no one did. So I just kind of did it just to do it. And so it turned out like that. It just wasn't good. It wasn't a good concept, but mm-hmm. that was one. So Chipotle fudge. Rest in peace, Chipotle fudge. <laughs> 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 it changes for a while. What else? There was, um, I don't know. So it's hard because you, like, with ice cream, there's so many just, like, you can just lean into the classics too, because, like, everyone likes chocolate chip, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, no one's going to be like, I just can't stand chocolate chip. Uh, you don't like it? Like, you can't eat chocolate chip? I mean, I won't. I won't. Like, if I said, if, if, if I had to eat it, if I did, I'd eat it, but I wouldn't eat it. I don't okay. like chocolate chip in my ice <laughs> So when people come in so and ask for chocolate chip, and I just kind of look at it. About, uh, what about the it's fine. It. Okay. You don't just like the crunchy chocolate. Thank you. Oh. Not for me. Well, then I'll pass. Then never mind. <laughs> One person doesn't like chocolate. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't like candy. Okay. What about, but the cake and ice cream. Cake and ice cream is delicious. That's and it's so easy because it's like, and then you just put the cake and the ice cream together in a scoop, and it's so simple. Like you just yeah. make a good cake, you make a cream, you put it together. Like that's that's. Um, it's a little bit more complicated, but yeah. But you know, but you gotta make a good cake. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta start with the good cake. You can't. You can't be over here getting this dried out cake over here, throwing it in the ice cream. I know I like pie and ice cream or whatever. You like. Mm. Uh, cheese and crackers. Okay. Cheese and crackers. All right. I could. I could dig that one. I, I, Ah, well, it, fun new stuff. We have a so sour cream with caramel that's coming. Okay. Um, there's a sesame honey we just did that's coming. We did a German chocolate cake for the first time that requested. Ooh, I gotta try that one. I think it's delicious. Um, but yeah, we just kind of kind of go. I mean, we did the, you did the everything bagel. Ooh. Yeah, bagel. Yeah. I could dig that one. I could I could wrap my head around that one. Yeah, right. that's the one we're talking about bringing back. I think that's going to be the one that I think that's the other thing in West Bank. It was such a small place and it wasn't as busy as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. We did everything in December. Yeah, we decided to do a funky, weird flavor in the slowest time of the year. But like, all right, let's see if people like it. Mm-hmm. No one likes it. Uh, it's like, no, no one likes eating ice cream in December. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. definitely not everything bagel. <laughs> and I think it would be really good. We'll bring it back. We gotta do it right. Yeah, it was toast ice cream is good. It was supposed to be bagel ice cream. Yeah. They're spicy. Yeah, we've done a lot of bread ice cream. Yeah, it's tasty. Like the PB and J. Oh yeah, PB and J would be bomb. We know what we're doing. Yeah, definitely sounds like you guys know exactly what you're doing. Um, all right, you guys ready for some games? I got a couple games for you guys. Sure. All right, this this is going to be, I don't know, you guys got so many ice creams on the brain, but uh, we're going to do top five. All right? So we we could go from five to one. Um, we'll start with you, Doreen. Um, but we'll go back and forth. So I need your your uh, all right top five ice cream flavors. So I love it. You guys, you know, like you guys mind and ice cream. I know you guys got a, a 
five million of them, but you know, we just going to do the top five. So Jereen, you start and then we'll go to you, Jess. So what's number five, Jereen? Uh, mint chip will be my number five. Ooh. All right. Um, so for me, and this is just because this is the first ice cream we made at the old shop and here, so it's sentimental, but it's a good ice cream. It's lavender honey deep Mmm. Okay. Um, I think for my second, it will be the sea salt. Was it? Well, and I don't even really know why I got it number four, but. It's just it's just a classic. It's clean. It's sweet cream. Everybody loves sweet cream ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know that little bit of salt to that sugar mm-hmm. just jumps it up. Um, so I'm gonna go sea salt. All right. All right. So I'm gonna do a curveball here, and it is Ben and Jerry's caramel sutra. <laughs> oh, okay. I've had that one before. Four down the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think it has. I, I, it's the one I always get. It's got the. Is it, is it chocolate covered caramel? So. The state I'm in when I get this particular pint, I don't remember exactly the chocolate <laughs> caramel or just caramel bits. I know that if I go to the 7 Eleven at 2 in the morning, I can find the Ben and Jerry's and be like, caramel sutra. <laughs> it's delicious. That's something we should do. That'd be fun. Yeah, anyway, we talked a little bit about the course. Caramel sutra. Man. All right, caramel sutra. All right, number, number three, Doreen. Double mug slide that you almost never see, but that one's tasty. And that kind of throws into uh, my number three, which would be our Irish cream. Mm. So tasty. Um, I know we did it for, say, Patty, but it's gonna, I think it's gonna need to go in the rotation. <laughs> All right, all right. Flavors. If you like coffee, but you don't want like Brownies in it. So. Oh my goodness! Whiskey, whiskey, brownies. <laughs> That's all you need. Good. Ooh. Number three. Number three. Uh, cardamom cream sickle. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's the 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 orange ice cream with, and it was lighter, so it made like orange juice. So it's almost like a, almost like a sherbet. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, with the cardamom spice in there, it just made that just a little extra, a little extra. Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, so we're at number two. Ooh, it's hard now. Um, <laughs> so for number two, it has to be the miso cherry. I love miso cherry. I do too. I gotta get a bunch. Um, yeah, I just love cherry, cherry pie, cherry, cherry, black horse cake. Like that tart and the salt. It's just delicious. Um, and it's so versatile. Anything, it's good. Miso ice cream. Yeah, just miso in general. I love. But that miso cherry is nice. Yeah, it, it it jumped up my list like pretty far. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, oh man, that was that was delicious. No, no, no. You don't know what I did. To, like I needed that done. Like I'm like, here is a new stove top. Make that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I'm pretty stubborn. I'm like, let's let's do the thing. What do what do I need to do to make this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, number two. Yep. Number two. Um, so, hella chocolate, and that's what we do here. That is, so we do our standard chocolate, and then hella chocolate is three layers of three different chocolates, and each one has a chocolate garnish. They change up, but it's not like it's 
three types of chocolate were chocolate truffles and uh, chocolate fudge ribbon. And uh, I forget what else we had. We've done brownies in it one time. Sweet. This but is where it's, I'm going to be. Hella chocolate. Over the top chocolate. Hella chocolate. I love that name. It for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And this is like an the box of chocolate. Um, that was so good. It was like not sweet. It was chocolate. Yeah. I hate when chocolate is sweet. Like I don't want sweet. I want to taste it. Yeah. It tastes like chocolate. Oh yeah. People love it. That one definitely I'll come back. There you go. So that was your number two. I think that's number one. That was your number one. That was number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Yes. Yeah, I'm almost the same because that's your version. Is the better version of what I was. Because we do better ice cream now because we can make our own I was stuff just like, I'm going to make some yeah, fudgy really brownies because awesome. people kept saying, hey, when are we going to see your brownies? Valentine's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Day came up with, yeah, so let's do this. Pasta chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so that was your number one. Cool. Yep. All right, so my number one is just And I did cherry whip. You missed that. The cherry, cherry whip. The cherry the whip. The cherry whip so is my good. number one. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah, vanilla is number one. I just love vanilla ice cream. <laughs> okay. But it's like the and it's like it's made with like flowers, like it's beautiful, romantic, and perfect. Uh, vanilla ice cream is the best. It shows me the cream. I can go on, on, on. I love vanilla ice cream so much. It's great. What was the guy's name? Albion. Albion, uh, our inventor of uh, Albius. Yeah. The man who invented how to. Uh, We're gonna do a whole thing about that. We're gonna do a whole thing. Okay. So I love vanilla ice cream. It's the best. Just, just plain vanilla. <laughs> And our culture, it's like we gotta tell these stories. Yeah. No, I, I, man. Just so, just vanilla, Jess, and then we got hella chocolate topping out the list. You have to, yeah, the Ooh, vanilla cherry whip. Vanilla cherry whip. All right. They're out of this world. They're so good. Okay, I, I got you. All right, so uh, I got a I got a question for you guys, and. You know, I, I'm trying to, you know, come up with some sort of, you know, soul food kind of no chicken and waffles. We already established that. So what's a, a flavor of ice cream that you could do with soul food? Like what? Well, like, so for me anyway, it's going to be peach cobbler every time peach cobbler. Okay. You're taking the easy way out. Okay. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, like every holiday, we have peach cobbler. Every auntie does it different. Yeah. It's always good. So, so you're, we're going to do a peach cobbler ice cream? We are definitely doing a peach cobbler ice cream. I'm just waiting for peaches to come in. That's That's like we've so, already had conversations. I've already talked to Millet and Wimpy. I need the peaches. Yeah. That's the. That's like my vanilla answer. The, uh, this, my vanilla being number one is your peach cobbler soul food being number one. I'm just saying, but it's either that, it's either (laughs) peach cobbler or a sweet potato pie. But but the reason that I said peach cobbler first is I think that's more like, that's like iconic. And and people think about sweet potatoes more around Thanksgiving and what happens in the fall. Mm. People want peach cobbler all the time. Yeah. All summer, every barbecue. 
I'm just saying. I love, I would love to pitch problem now. I like, you know what I like is I'll be a fan pitch problem. I will, with, I will. With, with, the, with the store-bought biscuit mix on top. Dollars mm. are wonderful. You got me until then. I'm like, no, we don't do that. Uh, you, you're doing, you doing the pie though, right, Jereen? Yeah. That means that you're around the type of people that would never put that on there. No. Yeah. Do it or don't do it. <laughs> Don't give me canned greens. Make them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but canned pizzas are okay with, with homemade topping. Yes, because, yes, because, yes. because it's winter time. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. mix it together. Yeah, can, but in the winter time, <laughs> we can do winter time. Oh, we can do, we can do peach topper today. Yeah. Just saying. Well, would you guys, I, I, I got something for you guys to do, and I don't know why this popped in my mind. But a mac and cheese ice cream. There it is. I like it. We should. We, I, I, I don't know how it's going to come together. Yeah, I know. I get the cheese. I have to figure out the, the, the macaroni okay, part. Okay. Hey, so what, what do you want the macaroni part of it? Where are you going to put the macaroni? The macaroni's going in there. It's going into the cream. I make really good mac and cheese. Don't play with me. You say you want macaroni in your ice cream. In the ice cream. Because I, I'm sure you, because you, you're already making almost a custard when you're, um, you know, when you're making your cheese sauce, you don't have to put the flour in there. A bite of macaroni and cheese. I think you could put the macaroni and cheese in there. I think you could put the macaroni in there. We could try it. You know how they have those short macaronis? I don't know what they're called. I know they're, they're the, they're the little ones that come in like the, the soup. They would freeze icing. Yeah, that's something I have to so figure it out. You have to make them into a syrup or something. You got to put the water out. We can make macaroni caramel. How good would macaroni caramel be? Mm. We can float the little macaronis in like a caramel sauce. I I could dig it. And then make because because the issue that we have is caramel though. Because that um so so it's like what's the one we had an issue with recently? The pineapple upside down. Yeah, so pineapple upside down cake. If you don't, mm. like, like, pineapple still has water, right? Yeah. Yep. So when you, it, it, it gets and crunchy and icy. Mm-hmm. You don't want crunchy and icy because that yeah. damages the ice cream too and does the whole thing. So you don't want ice. But so we learned from that. Yeah. People loved it. It still tastes good. It's really good, but I know how I want to do it differently next time to make sure that we avoid that. So mac and cheese ice cream. So well, and this is how we're going to. These are these, 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 these weird little food techniques that you can learn. That, oh, you know, we can't have ice in the ice cream, so how do we how do we make macaroni not icy? We can do that. How do we make macaroni? We do that. Mac and cheese ice cream. Can we call it Cecil's mac and cheese? Hey, you can. <laughs> Before it gets out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. It'll be in my head yeah, so all now, day if I figure it out. Hey, no, I don't I don't know why it popped in my head. Um, you know, but I, I think it could go. I think I think it's a go. <laughs> hey, hey guys, all right, so we're at the we're at the end point here. So this is where you guys are gonna come in hot. So this is any Anything that's on your mind, it could be, you know, all it could be lighthearted to political, you know, like what's going on with the politics. It could be about the K. It could be about anything that you guys want. So, Jereen, Jess, come in hot. First, uh, honestly, I think Sacramento needs to get it together. 
and start supporting more of our minority-owned restaurants mm-hmm. and food trucks and people trying to do something different. You can only have I love your sandwich. Mm-hmm. There are so many hot chicken places opening in Sacramento. Everybody, stop trying to bite off of you and get on the bandwagon. If you want a hot chicken test, go see Cecil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need something else. Where we we just need more. We need we, where's our Brazilian food? More Caribbean food? More mm-hmm. Korean food? Like more? I like I want to see it. I yeah, mean, we do have our little pockets, but we are nowhere near. And a lot of the immigrant restaurants that we do have here in the city do not get the love and support that they should receive. Yes. There's some beautiful food out there that people told me was what because they don't have that marketing money. They're mm-hmm. not in the desired neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. we need to get over that. If we really want to be the big world class food city that we spoke we want to be, we gotta support these people and, and help them grow. Well, man, you hit the nail on the head right there. Oh, yeah. You do. no that that's nail on the head right there Doreen I don't even have like anything to add to that my own little way and my own little avenues Mm -hmm. there's people that do beautiful things they just don't have that support let's go yeah I hear you All right, Jess come in hot there's so many of these so many things we can do I'm gonna gonna, uh, see all right, so I'm going to do it from a non-political but government-related bent. Okay. <laughs> right now, there is not a single governmental body in these entire United States from the bottom to the top that are doing enough to support us during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. At every level, not a single elected official is making the right decisions on how to spend our money on us to help us through this time. It needs to be done. It needs to be done now in a major, major, massive way at every level to everybody, businesses, people across the board. It needs to be financial because that will solve the problems. Mm-hmm. So, hope these people out that aren't helping you. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. For real. Yeah. They got to do their job. And it's up to us to keep them out. Yes. On a lower level. The president, hey, your thing. But lower level, we know these people. Get people that are going to do the job for you, including in the pandemic, but also when things start getting back to normal. Yep. Don't get lazy when it's done. <laughs> no, I definitely hear you. Um, I'm I'm with both of you. That that was some com- you came in hot, both of you. So thank you so <laughs> thank you so much for for the realness. Uh, I think there's a lot of, I don't want to be too negative. Every, there's a lot of good out there too. So take advantage of that and smile at the people and go support everybody. There's a lot there's a lot of great stuff happening right now. Yeah. So what Jess, real quick, what would you do if you're a person in position? What what are some of the what are some of those changes that you would make if you're that person in that position to make a change? Well, first of all, like I said, starting with you know, there's a there's a personal one. A universal basic income has to happen. It works. It's worked in a lot of places. It helps small businesses because small businesses don't have to compete on the level of large businesses mm-hmm. because I can't afford to give all of my employees health care. There are businesses out there who can that don't. Mm-hmm. Tax them, pay for a UBI, and, and, and uh, you know, I'm not going to call it any label, but everyone should have health care in this country. Mm-hmm. Everyone do it. It needs to happen. So I would provide health care and a UBI. Those are the first things you do. Beyond that, Let's let's work out things. Let people be creative. Let people go out and do stuff. But if you can take care of the basics, you don't know. Third, housing. 
You got to mm-hmm. have a place to live. You got to have like good food, clean water. Give, give people a universal basic income and take care of their health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how great would everything be if everybody could beat with those base things met, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be better? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you can, you know, yeah, I like that. We could go on and on for days about that, but those, those things provide the needs. Yeah. Nah, I, and you guys are dropping some knowledge over here. So, um, we're about to get up out of here. Um, please, uh, plug all of your, you know, social media, your website, where people can find you. Um, anything that you guys want to plug, this is the time to do it. Uh, DMCicecream.com is like the hub. Then there's all the different Instagram places that you can take from there. DMCK Street, DMC Ice Cream. Follow us on TikTok. TikTok now. Dream runs a TikTok. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, make sure to support National Proper because it's delicious. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. See you soon. Oh, hey, thank you so much. And, um, yeah, again, uh, my neighbors on the K, um, you know, we're, we're still down here. We opened up during a pandemic, um, you know, and uh, it doesn't seem like you guys are going nowhere. There's definitely, we're not going anywhere. So, you know, and uh, I know we have a collab that we're, we're thinking about doing other than the macaroni and cheese. You know, there, there, there's some big things coming up, um, with Nash and Proper and DMC ice cream. So, you know, uh, again, thank you to Jereen Williams and Jess Milborn. This is coming in hot. You can find me at coming in hot um, at gmail.com or you could plug the socials, which is coming in hot for here um, at Nash and Proper uh, to find where we're going to be with the food trucks and t- for you to get that delicious hot sandwich from Nash and Proper. You can holler at me at Chef Cease. This is coming in hot. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Love you. Bye.